Welcome to the Nation's Blind Podcast, coming to you from the headquarters of the National Federation of the Blind in Baltimore. Welcome to this special bonus episode of the Nation's Blind Podcast. I'm Melissa Kroger from the National Federation of the Blind's Advocacy and Policy Team, here with Dylan hetler Gaudet, one of our government affairs specialists. Today we'll be talking about an important legislative priority, H.R. 620, the ADA Education and Reform Act. So Dylan, what is the ADA and what should people know about it? Thank you, Melissa. So the ADA, the Americans with Disabilities Act, is the cornerstone piece of civil rights legislation that protects, promotes, and enforces the rights of people with disabilities. It was passed in 1990, and ever since then, it's been a critical part of what we, the National Federation of the Blind, do. We don't have time to get into all of the ADA. It's very big and important and complex, but I will say just for broad strokes. There are five sections to the ADA, and the part of the ADA that we're concerned with today is called Title III, sometimes referred to as Section III, uh, but typically it'll be called Title III, and it deals with what are called public accommodations. And public accommodations are basically any private entity that is open to the public. So this could be restaurants, hotels, movie theaters, golf courses, sports stadiums, doctor's offices, you name it. If it serves the public, it's a public accommodation. And Title III of the ADA, among other things, basically requires that all public accommodations make their services equally accessible to people with disabilities. So now that we know a little bit about what the ADA is, what is H.R. 620 and how does it affect the ADA? H.R. 620, called the ADA Education and Reform Act of 2017, is what's called an ADA notification bill. Now, just to be clear, we, the National Federation of the Blind, as a matter of policy, we strongly oppose H.R. 620. And the reason we oppose it is because, despite what the name might indicate, it actually does not so much reform the ADA as it does weaken and undermine it. And here's what it does. It essentially requires that even though public accommodations are already legally required to be equally accessible, so let's say we're talking about a restaurant, right? A restaurant has to make all of its services accessible to you as a person with a disability. They've had to do that for 27, going on 28 years now, ever since the ADA was passed. What an ADA notification bill like HR 620 does is it forces you, as a person with a disability, if you encounter a restaurant that is inaccessible to you, even though they're supposed to be accessible, you then have to go through all these hoops notifying that business that they are violating your rights. And usually that notification comes in the form of a letter where you have to detail all of this specific information. Now, most people with disability don't have the legal background to produce such a letter. So what that really requires is that you have to hire a lawyer to write this letter for you. So your rights are already being violated, and then you have to hire a lawyer to tell the restaurant in this case that is violating your rights, that they are violating your rights. So it's pretty onerous, and we find it just patently absurd that after 27 or 28 years, we still can't expect to go to a restaurant and have that restaurant be compliant with the ADA and equally accessible to us. So besides those reasons for our opposition, why should listeners care about this law? How will it affect them if it passes? Beyond creating a new sort of burden that it places on people with disabilities, it it also really tries to change the fundamental standard in the ADA. So the basic standard of the ADA is that we, as people with disabilities, we deserve and we are insisting on equal access. What HR 620 does is it actually changes that and says, well, if this restaurant, in this case, is violating your rights under Title III of the ADA, 
they don't actually have to fix the problem. They they only have to show, quote unquote, substantial progress towards fixing the problem. And, and substantial progress is very not well defined. It's very murky. So we don't even know what that really means. But what we know it could definitely mean is that the violation isn't fixed. So we obviously uh, have serious qualms about changing the standard of the ADA to substantial progress when it should be equal access. We also take exception to the broader idea that it is our responsibility to tell businesses when they're violating our rights because businesses or public accommodations, as it's called in Title III, they already have that legal obligation under the ADA, and that legal obligation has been in place for 27, going on 28 years now. So it shouldn't be on us to tell businesses that they have to respect our rights. They have to respect our rights because of the ADA. Well, it sounds like H.R. 620 could impact our members pretty negatively if it passes. What can our members do to help stop this bill from passing? So if you are a member of the National Federation of the Blind, we are urging you to reach out to your representatives in Congress and specifically your representatives in the House of Representatives. The HR in HR 620 refers to House Resolution, which means that it's a bill that is currently in the House of Representatives, but it isn't in the Senate. So at the moment, we don't really need to focus on reaching out to your senators. We do need to focus on reaching out to your representatives in the House of Representatives. So call their offices, email their offices, and express your opposition to H.R. 620. And this is especially important if one of your representatives is a co-sponsor of the bill. And what that means is that they've already signed on in support of the bill as it currently stands. And if your member of Congress is a co-sponsor, then we definitely encourage you to reach out to them and ask them to withdraw their support. And if you need any help in trying to identify who your member of Congress is or which members are co-sponsors of the bill or any of that type of information, please don't hesitate to reach out to us here at the National Office. Reach out to me specifically. This is my job uh, to help and support you in this work. Awesome. Well, Dylan, thank you for all of this valuable information. More information on HR 620 and Dylan's contact information can be found in the show notes for this episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Nation's Blind Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, send an email to podcast at nfb.org or leave us a voicemail at 410-659-9314, extension 2444. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at nfb underscore voice. Check out the Nation's Blind channel on YouTube. And visit us on the web at nfb.org. Until next time, remember, you can live the life you want. Blindness is not what holds you back.